Hey yo. Yo. What up? Uh, that's our theme song for now. Oh, I meant to mess around with that on GarageBand. I completely forgot to make a like an intro. Yeah, we definitely need something, man. We need some kind of music. Jacob said he knew a beat maker today. I wonder if I could reach out to him. That's true. So, alright. The leader of the delinquents. Alright, and here we go. And now that I've invited a lot of them here. <laughs> probably going to get some shit for saying this. Shout out to all the toxic women in my life. <laughs> we starting it like that? Yeah, I told you I'm shooting. <laughs> I told you I'm shooting, bro. I told you I'm shooting. <laughs> Part of me is serious. Part of me is not serious, I should say. But a lot of me is very serious when I say shout out to all the toxic women in my life. Shout out to all the toxic women in Braven's life. Because I feel like a, lot, a couple of them, I'm like, eh. Like, we probably shouldn't be friends. And then some of them, I'm like... I've been told you that. No, not... No, not... Well, her. For sure, yeah. No, she's one of them. But that's not who I'm shouting out. That's a different genre of shoutouts. We need genres of shoutouts. Different genres of shoutouts? Different shoutouts like that? Wow. Wow. Like, definitely shout out some of the toxic women who, like... Let me figure out how to say this. Shout out, like, no shout out to the toxic women who are bad for my mentality. Well, I guess that's all you guys. But, um, definitely shout out to the toxic women who really aren't that toxic. It's just that we have a weird relationship. Yeah. Because of, like, a point in time that things were done or decisions were made. Mm-hmm. So, like, and honestly, you're not really that toxic. Right. But it's a hell of a way to start a podcast. Just be like, yo. But no, seriously, like I, um, I was talking to a couple of my friends, and it's kind of funny because I don't know what it is. I don't, probably because I'm Pisces. But I've always had female friends. It's always friends. the blame. Oh, I'm bl- dude, I'm definitely going to blame the moon and the stars before I blame myself. Are you kidding me? Facts. You see that, uh, I haven't seen the whole thing, but Jim Jeffries has a bit about that. He's like, I Jim blame- Free Jeffrey. Jimothy. Jimothy. It's definitely Jimothy. Jimothy. But um, he's like, I've lived with six different women, and all six have left me. And one, and someday I'll blame myself. But today is not that day. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's funny. But um, no, I just I, some of them really aren't like it's not nearly as bad of a relationship as people think it is. Like I was just talking to my mom. Because my mom knows a decent amount of, like, who who I, I'm, like, talking to and going after and stuff like that. And so I'm, I was talking to my mom, because she asks all the time, like, is your mom like that? Well, she just, like, well, before, obviously, but was your mom like, oh, are, like, she's cute on you, oh, she's cute, like. Nah. My mom wants me to marry an Albanian girl, so we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah, all right, now I get it. My mom wants to wants me to play Tinder. And when she says play Tinder, what she means is download Timber. Tin, timber. Timber. What's the Timber app? You're only dating lumberjack chicks. <laughs> no, just chicks that wear flannel jackets <laughs> in you, the summer. <laughs> you can only... Timber is the app where you can only date chicks who work at Cabela's. 
You only date chicks who are security guards. Oh, uh, no. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've seen some bad security guards, but none of them are in Phoenix. <laughs> I've never seen a bad security guard. Um, The security guard that I saw was in the Inglewood Forum, and she looked like a chick from Inglewood who just wanted to fight somebody. Okay. And I was like, all right, that's cool. This is dope. Uh. Like, you know the kind of chick that has tattoos, like, only on her hands? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, see? See, you know. Only on the hands is nuts. Yeah, because you just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you check anywhere else, there's no tattoos. No, no tattoos. Just on the hands. Which is wild to me, because, like, we... I don't know. Just so many reasons. Because, like, if you're worried about, like, oh, I... Like, because some chicks are like, oh, I got a tattoo on my back, so my mom went see it, and you're like, whatever. But this chick's like, nah. I only got them on my hands. I want everybody to see. Yeah. What do those tattoos even say? Usually a kid's name. Probably. Or kid's name, for sure. Or where they got married, or whatever. Like... Where they got married? No, no, no. Like, when they got married. No, dog. I'm not talking about the ring. I'm talking about the whole... No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a star on the hand. Yeah, the star I see a lot. Yeah. Or the the diamond. When I was in L.A., I seen a chick who had... I actually worked with a chick with a diamond tattoo on her. Oh, and, and she has a tattoo of her kid's name. She's going to be my ass tomorrow. Oh, no, no, she's not. I don't work with her. I'm working from... I'm working at home. But, um... Oh, yeah, you completely forgot that you don't go into work anymore. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yo, what I'm trying to do is, it's literally a job where it's just emails. So it's work from home and email. I'm like, yo, y'all will never hear from me. Word. If that was my job, dude, I would not be heard from anybody. Nobody would know who I am. Hell no. There's a chick who I don't even, like, (laughs) here's the funny thing. So, I can say this here. There's a chick from my job who I was, I probably shouldn't have said, eh, whatever. There's a chick from my job. I know a person who was sleeping with a chick from their job. <laughs> and okay. No, I mean, it's me. Come on. But um, after a while, me and this chick like kind of fell out, but not really. So it was kind of weird. What's What's the quote? Don't shit where you work? Yeah. Something much. like that? Don't shit where you eat, yeah. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, which is why I'm like totally cool with never like... Just be careful, man. I've been in a situation like that. It's just kind of... No, no, it's done. Like, for me, for me personally... Oh, okay. Like, it's done. Because here's the thing that pissed me off, and this is why I kind of had that that shout out to Toxic Women, because, like, she wasted my time, which I'm not... Here's what I'm not saying, is that, oh, well, I can only hang out with you for sleeping together? No. But, like, she was like it was the chick I was telling you about last week or two weeks ago yeah I was supposed to go see on Friday and then she's like oh I can't do it today oh I can't do it today oh I can't alright fuck off then like at a certain point you're just like she's like you'll approach me and then tell me that you can't do it which like the first time whatever second time alright I'm seeing this now third time that's a pattern and now I have time for that cause I'm like making like preparations because me personally I kinda have to do that now I can't just go somewhere and spend the night. I have to make preparations. I have to figure out who's out there. I have to figure out how am I going to get back. Because, like, shit's scary now. So I can't be like, all right, cool, I'll see you at 10. Like, she's like, oh, you can come over at, like, 10 o'clock if you want. No. No, I'll be in the house. I'm not driving from here 30 minutes east 
so I can go like spend the night and then come wake up at like f- five or six in the morning and then drive all the drive way drive all the here. way back. Fuck I'm not that, doing that, bro. Uh, I can't talk. I do that all the fucking time. But you're at least in a committed relationship. No, I know that. Yeah, but just those drives, man. Those drives. Those drives will kick your ass. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no. So it was funny because this other chick was uh, out of nowhere because I have no idea who the fuck she is. But out of nowhere, she goes. <laughs> she's like, because we have like a group chat at work, like that you have to have it at, at the job. And so she's like, I, I made some sort of dumb joke. And she's like, oh, I just love who you are. You brighten my day every day. And I was like, I don't know who the... And I was like, yo. Who are you? I don't know who the fuck you are. And it was funny because... But I'm right. trying to find out. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She seems kind of cool, but at the same time, like... I got shit I'm doing. Yeah. So, um... No, she seems cool, though. But the funny thing... Is that, like, right after... Because that was, like, in public. That wasn't in, like, the... You know, that wasn't in the DMs. I was, like, in public. And I was, like, bless. Or I said something that I thought would have been cool that, looking back, probably wasn't really that cool. Or it probably just sent a GIF. I think it just sent a GIF. Of, like, I don't know. Probably some dumb shit. But, um... Finger guns. Oh, dude, I gotta do more finger gun GIFs. I do a lot of finger guns in real life. <laughs> yeah, you seem like a finger gun guy. Yeah, <laughs> that was way too natural. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, that was way too natural. Yeah, you're right. I am tired of shit. I didn't even think... I didn't even realize I was tired of shit. Nah, too. it's all good, bro. I've, I'm always like this. I finally took a nap for once, so... Hey, attaboy. I'm kind of I'm kind of up there. And I ate, so... Oh, yeah, bro. That fucking Filiberto is so fire. It is. Shout out Filiberto's. Shout out Filiberto's. For being the sponsor of this, but not really being a sponsor of this. I would love this. for y'all to be a sponsor of us. Word. But, um, no, so, so, right when she sent that, this chick while, the chick while I was sleeping with, she go, she sends a message, like, she texts me, like, not on, like, not the work chat. Yeah. She texts me, she goes, hey, so, uh, what are you up to this weekend? I was like, oh. Oh, now. Oh. Now you want to hang out. Oh, motherfucker. All right, cool. Whatever. I don't know, I kind of thought that was hilarious, though, because, like... It is hilarious. Pettiness is funny to me. Mostly because I've been that petty dude before who, like... Pettiness and jealousy are funny as hell. Jealousy can get a little sketch, but pettiness to me... Jealousy can get sketch. It's just funny. It is funny. It's like, shit, I can't help it. My favorite thing, and then, see, this is another shot to toxic women in my life. Um, The one chick that we both know. Yeah. That listens to this podcast because she said the other day, she's like, that was me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Didn't say anything crazy. Yay. But, um, <laughs> no, she'll ask me for like, yo, all right, I'm going to just say this. And I know that there's going to be some chicks who are like, oh, I can do this. He's my best friend. Don't tell a dude, like, don't ask a dude who is trying to like talk to you. Like, don't ask him for relationship advice. Yeah. I don't know why that's a thing, but, like, don't do that shit. It's weird. It is weird, and it's fucked up. Because, like, all your problems would have not been there. Facts. If you were just saying, yeah, we can go out. So, I don't know. It's just funny to me, because, like, seeing shit like that is, like... Because she literally, like, when I went to go get my tattoo, she's like, yeah, so I just met this guy. Like, what do you think about him? I'll I don't care. No. First of all, how the fuck would I know? I haven't talked to you in months. Second... What? Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. 
No, you do you, and maybe him if you're into it. I don't know. Fuck it. Exactly. Like, the fuck kind of question is that, man? Like, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, no, that's. I mean, I've been thinking too much over the past like, well, twenty six years, but more so in the past like six months. Dude, I've been thinking way too much. Too. I've just been thinking a lot. So have I. Just like noticing shit, and I'm like, all right, well. I gotta make some decisions. Keep it vague, like what? Uh, just job related and life related. Life related is crazy. When we had it up, there's a pause. Pause. Good thing. Yeah, pause. That was weird. Yeah. Glad we didn't record that part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, life related is crazy big. Yes. Like, yo, what do you gotta fix? My life. Okay. Well, shit, okay, I mean... That's as vague as possible. Yeah. Good changes or bad changes, what do you think? I mean, you're never going to make bad changes, but... Um, they're going to be good changes, obviously. Are they going to take a while to get to? Yeah. Okay. For sure, it's going to take a while, but it's going to it's gonna have to happen, man. I don't know. I've been trying to figure out some stuff as far as, well, job-related, because life-related, I'm, I'm never going to figure it out. I kind of... Well, no, I'm never going to figure it out either, but... Yeah. You know, you get what I'm saying. But job-related, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out just because, like, I want to work full-time for my company. Like, I want to do my company full-time. Facts. But I don't know how sustainable that is right now. Is it sustainable at all? The idea, yes. But, like... Getting a business loan doesn't make sense right now. No. Especially not right now. Yeah, for real. Because, like, getting a business loan doesn't make sense right now. Getting... I would have to change... Who's this one viewer? I don't know. I think it's us. It's probably us. There's always one viewer. I wonder if Twitch is just like, there you go, buddy. Yeah, right. Here's one person. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for an awkward bitch or whoever, but, I mean. Awkward bitch. Awkward bitch. Awkward But, um, no, like, getting a, um, getting a business loan doesn't make sense right now at all. Like, I was thinking about it, too, and I was like, I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. No, you're just going to sit on it and probably spend it stupidly. I would need so much money to, in order to buy like a warehouse now I need so much money in order to buy all the stuff to put in and all the work it's so not even like it's not worth it right now no you gotta stack up bread first bro a lot yeah yeah you have to yeah I mean so for me it's like I didn't realize how expensive like storefronts were gonna be because I mean here's the thing it's not sweat guys just mad olive oil Yeah, you used to put coconut oil in my hair when it was long. See, that's smooth. That's smooth. But, um, no, I just, like... So, I when I was, like, really, really going to church... Excuse me. I literally helped build a church. Like, literally. And so, it was crazy because, like, since churches are non-profit, you can just, like... Like, they're, they're not taxed. There's so much that you can kind of do. 
that makes it easier to get a building. Now, it's not because the problem is like the problem with like having having a church on a in like a strip mall or something like that is that what ends up happening is that your rent still needs to be paid and you're not a business. Yeah. So people have to donate. Like the church I used to go to is over in the strip mall across the bridge. Okay. The one right next to the escape room. I think they actually yeah, like they're over in there and they were there when we left and that was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. No, it was longer than that. It was like probably five years ago now. But um like the fact that they've kept it that long is crazy to me. Because if you notice, most of the other churches in Anthem, they're all fucking, like, their own They're on their own land. Yeah. Look, I'm tired. Um, We can keep it short today, man. Yeah, we might have to. Um, Let's see, what else else do we need to go over? Kanye Uh, West. No, I'm just kidding. No, Reggie Snow. (laughs) Yeah, Reggie Snow, man. Reggie Snow. um, So, I missed the Starving Saturdays this week because just I was busy. Just trying to get everything done. I'll I'll end up getting another. Uh, I'll probably get one out today and just say, no, I got this on Saturday, totally. But um, no, Richie Snow is definitely the type of person that like, I love the that slow hip hop though. I love like lo-fi, boom bap type shit. Like that is my. Like if there's anything that Braven's gonna be choosing to listen to, it's lo-fi. Like it's that shit and when you get lyrics that you can just go with yeah that's my whole shit so a lot of my favorite rappers have that you know really really simple sound but like the beats always have some like a little bit of flash like i don't really need like the most complex mike will made it beat you know all the time sometimes it's just something super simple sorry you're good that's just the beginning of like any trap song is like they make it they make the beat axel i think that's the name of it I, I mean it made gaudy here's the thing about trap to me is that well, trap pop smoke I've only heard it on pop smoke shit that's probably his dude then but like to me trap is interesting because I'm not saying they're dumb lyrics at all I'm not saying that at all but the lyrics are very very it, it's like hip hop is weird because it seems to me that there's like a balance and trap took it to the extreme because trap has very very simple lyrics mm-hmm and it has very very complex beats like the beats are insane that like mediocre producers are coming out with yeah they're incredible <clears throat> but you know and then the lyrics are super super simple which pretty much makes it like that is your hit song that's why they're so easy to, you know that's why they go up so well is because honestly when you have a song like fuck up some commas by future He's got a very, very simple hook that everybody can chant, or that everybody can go with, or that everybody can mosh to, and then his beat has so much going on, it just overloads your mind, and it, I mean, it's dope. Then on the flip side, you have very, very simple beats with extremely complex lyrics, and I'm thinking guys like Lupe Fiasco, a lot of early Lupe Fiasco especially, like soundtracks beats were very, very simple. Um... Like Lupe Fiasco is a great example of that. The Roots are a really, really good example of that, where they're just so perfect and polished, and then they just kind of let Black Thought just go. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the middle, it, it, it's interesting because like that's what was kind of crazy about J. Cole and kind of Kendrick, but a little bit more J. Cole on their last albums, was that K.O.D. kind of tried to make conscious shit over track 
trap beats, but it gets lost. He was kind of mocking it too. He kind of was, but like it gets lost because there's just so much going on with the beats that you can't hear the words. Mm-hmm. You're either missing the beat or you're missing the lyrics. Yep. Whereas I think Kendrick has kind of hit that right in the middle perfectly. Not even perfectly, but just like the closest to perfect. Schoolboy's actually hit it pretty close a couple times. Like like his older shit, like Blank Face, he hit it pretty close. Oxymoron, he hit it really close. Travis, I think, kind of balances those things out pretty well. But I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see like okay so what's the next, what's the next trap like how like do you take trap as far as it can go as it can go, because trap is kind of like Crunk's little son. Yeah. I can see that. So like, what's trap's little son gonna be? I feel like we're not really gonna have like, I don't I feel like the next region in hip hop to blow up because like in the seventies it was New York, or I say seventies eighties was New York. 90s was LA, 2000s was, I'd argue, the South, it was like Atlanta, 2010s was Chicago, 2020s, I feel like the next region to blow up is going to be like Europe. Hmm. It's an interesting take. You've Why do you se- say that? Talking about like the UK and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can see that. I can see more people listening. Skepta's been on Drake tracks. I guess 2010s, you could also argue Canada here and there. Pot Smoke, he was drill. Making drill music. Because that's the craziest thing, was that like... That shit started in Chicago. It started in Chicago, and then a bunch of English dudes took it. Yep. Because they're really good grime beats. Like, if you listen to grime, they're basically like 90s techno beats Mm -hmm. that they rap over. And that's grime. And so, like, it's very, very interesting because a lot of the grime that makes it over here isn't really grime. It's like a hip-hop grime crossover. Mm-hmm. But to me, and I broke this down last year, there's only seven genres in modern music. And everything else is a mixture of that. So, in my opinion, you have rap, or you have hip-hop, rock, country, pop, electronic, fuck, what was the other one? Electronic, R&B, and then Island. So that reggae, because I like reggae has a lot of crossover with like Latino music. So you kind of have like Island. And then everything else is a mixture between those two things. So like grime and hip hop. Or uh, grime, what's that? Hip hop and electronic. Like everything else is a mixture. You can boil down every ra- every artist to, th- to two genres, usually. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, what does Post Malone do? Oh, he does hip hop and country. And you like you'll have elements of rock in there too, like and then you sprinkle sprinkle a little rock over the top. I mean, I guess he's got more rocky recently. Yeah, I know. Yeah, more rock. A little bit, and he's got a little bit less hip hop too. Yeah, dude, he's more pop now. But even then, like pop is interesting because when, like when I think pop, I think Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, um, what's that dude's name? Justin Bieber. Zayn Malik or Zayn is it Malik or how does he pronounce? I it? think it's Malik. He pronounces like Malik, because Zayn Malik sounds hard. Pause. Zayn on. Malik. Zayn Malik sounds like Zayn Malik sounds like the like your character in a video game. Word. Zayn Malik. Latina sleepover three. Every That's time you do that, hella voice. inside joke. That's a funny ass joke. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was a good time. Should we explain that at all or just let it rock? Uh, let explain it. Rock, it. Fuck it. Explain it. Yeah, let it rock. Yeah, yeah you're right. Let, it, let rock. it rock. Until like Spencer comes on the pod. 
And then we're going to have to explain. Eh. We'll see. But, uh, no, I, I think that, like, most modern music, you boil down to one of those, like, to one of, to at least, like, two of those seven genres. Yeah. Like, Lil Nas X is hip-hop and rock. Uh, hip-hop and rock. And the reason country? why... The reason... Not, he made one country song. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but... But the reason why I boil it down... going to make a comeback? I don't think he ever left. Okay. I think he's just waiting right now, because from what I've seen, he's in the studio with a bunch of people. Hell but yeah. the problem is, it's, like... The world's ending, so. Yeah. But I think the craziest part about, like, because the thing is, I had a couple guys, like, metalheads, are like, well, what about metal? Metal's rock, dude. No, it's not. It's metal. All right, listen. The reason why it's called metal is because metal it's was a shove, than rock. It's a subgenre right. of rock. So, for me, like, if you only have seven genres and you have all these subgenres, you can make, like, because R&B, well, what about R&B? And I kind of, I kind of changed it a little bit into, like, R&B, jazz, because, like, Kamasi Washington and Anderson Pac and Flying Lotus all kind of make jazzy type shit. Yep. That's also very R&B, so it's kind of hard to like bring those together. Because like, what genre is that? Like, Flying Lotus is is electronic. He doesn't even touch like real instruments. He's going off electronic everything. And Thundercat's a bass player. And then, you know, Anderson Pac is... Dude, I gotta listen to that Thundercat album. I've never heard it. Fuck. The new one? Or Drunk? Drunk's really Drunk. good. Drunk. Drunk is fantastic. I just saw Thundercat live a while ago when I was in LA. Dude killed it. Dude killed it. It was standing room only in LA. Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit packed wall to wall. And the craziest part was, like, skater white dudes. Rich white girls. Like, just Becky-ass white girls. Um, black chicks who really, really want to be Erica Badu. <laughs> black dudes who really, really, really wanted to be ludicrous. Like, you had everyone there. Want to be ludicrous? Yeah. I saw, yeah, I saw a bunch of braids. Oh, okay. I saw a bunch of braids. I was like, yo, we... I, it's no. L.A., bro. What do you expect? Sure, yeah. But, yo, and here's the crazy part. I wasn't even in L.A. I was in That'd Santa That'd be more Anna. Nipsey, wouldn't it? If it's L.A.? LA, that's the thing that I love about LA so much, dog. Is like, yo, what so other, much diversity. What other there. city can say Red Hot Chili Peppers, Tupac, and Guns N' Roses all played at the same venue? Yeah, you're right. Like, what other city can do that? I was born in Chicago. I love Chicago. Well, I mean. I kind of fell out of love with Chicago, but like I'm, I'm always gonna be like, I'm always gonna give artists from Chicago and Hawaii a first listen because that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the artists from Chicago mostly is like because you know my parents, I'm a Bulls fan, Bears fan, Cubs fan, Blackhawks fan, because my parents are from Chicago. So for me, that's like kind of a tie to them. But the thing is, like, can New York, like New York, can kind of say it, but New York is so segmented. Like Chicago's the same way. Chicago's so segmented, you can't like the guys who are huge on the south side. It's gonna take a long time for them to blow up on the north side. Whereas you got got like dog, Snoop Dogg and Sublime are from the same city. Like the same city. Like they're both from Long Beach. It's yeah. not even like oh like there's all sorts of people from LA. No, they're both from Long Beach. Yeah. Like Vince Staples has talked about how much he loves Sublime. Because and he knows about him. He knew like yo like Bradley should, like once Bradley died they should have just stopped the band but they kept going with just with Rome and I was like yo he really knows the shit about Sublime. 
But yeah, Vince was on the Joe Budden podcast. The shit was so funny. He's so I love Vince Stables is probably my favorite rapper out right now. He's funny as hell, bro. And his music's crazy. And he's super smart too. Like he's super smart. But his sense of humor is just fucking off the wall. Yo, he said that there's a race war, so he had to leave, and then he called back. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Immediately he called back. But, that um, shit was so funny. His music is crazy too because like you've got him doing like L.A. shit on Summertime 06. And then out of nowhere, he'll just do, like, a dance-type song. Big Fish Theory. Big Fish Theory is my favorite one of his albums. I love that album. That's my favorite one. I don't, I'm not sure if that's his best, only because he has this weird thing about, like, yo, this is an album, this is this is whatever. Um, I really, really, really like FM, but Big Fish Theory just, like, it seemed... Big Fish Theory felt like uh, Long Live ASAP, or at Long Last ASAP. Yeah. So that's that, a good comparison. Yeah. So... I'm really, really interested because I've been listening. I think the thing, too, is that, and I'm definitely going to talk about this when the release date gets closer, but actually, this is a good topic. What, what, like, introduced you to music? Uh, well, I can tell you what introduced me to hip-hop. Bone Thugs and Harmony, Thuggish Ruggish Bone. That was my first rap song that I can remember listening to. Right. And then my dad would always play 98.3 or 92.3 when it was 92.3 out here. Po- uh, power? Power, yeah. Power 90. It was Power 92.3 before it was 98.3. So I would listen to hip-hop all day with my dad in the car. Your dad? It's funny because like, I didn't know your dad was like a hip-hop dude. Well, he's not. He doesn't know anybody. Like He doesn't know anybody by name like we do, but he likes listening to it. Fair. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean... That's immigrant shit, to be honest. Yeah, immigrant, yeah, that's probably how he learned how to speak English was fucking hip-hop. Well, that's kind of the funny thing. My that... grandparents learned how to speak English from Martin. <laughs> action Bronson. I love action. Well, that's kind of the funny thing, though, because I've met a couple of people from, like, Eastern Europe and parts of, South, of, like, Asia. And, like, when they said that they didn't know that, like, nigga was, like, a thing you can't say, they learned from watching MTV. So, like, it kind of made sense. Like... Yeah, I didn't they, believe it when I first heard it. And then, dude, they be saying it in Albania. And I'm like, bro, you guys know if you come to America, you can't say that, right? Because they don't know. They don't know it's a bad yeah. word. Like they, they just hear like the rappers say it. And, and when you, if, if if you watch if you watch on TV, like you would have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get that they don't understand the same. Yeah, and so like there's, and I'm not saying I I personally don't give them a pass. No, 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 exactly. But I completely get it because like imagine if you went to um. Like, even watching, like... Because you watch, like, British TV and shit, right? Like... No. Peaky Blinders. And, if you watch, like, British TV, there's words that, like, that like are crazy. Like, yo, you cannot say that. Yeah. But, like, we hear it all the time. And in America, we're just, like... We just say it because, like, we heard it on fucking Top Boy. Mm-hmm. And then, it, like, I was talking with my English friend. And she's like, yeah, you really can't say that here. Damn. I was like, oh, okay, shit, sorry. So, I mean, it, it kind of gives What you, words? Um, yo, turns out, like, one of the words I didn't know was, uh, spaz. Like, my mom calls me a spaz all the time, which probably isn't cool, but, um, like, spaz is, like, you might as well be saying retard over there. Damn. Like, there's word, a lot of words like that. Or, like, especially, actually, you know what I heard a bunch? It was, uh, The Office. Like, the European Office, the British Office. Because the character that Ricky Gervais plays... Almost every word out of his mouth in the first like two seasons is a slur, but we've just never heard those slurs before. So we're like, yeah, oh, whatever. We don't understand what they mean. Yeah, so we're just like, oh okay. And it, that that to me is crazy because 
It's like one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite movies. He, uh, this dude, he, have you seen Snatch? It's a Guy Ritchie movie. No. Oh, dude, you gotta watch it. It's fucking great. But it's it's got Brad Pitt in it. It's got Jason Statham in it. It's really good. But, um, one of the characters is an American crime lord, and he flies over to London, and they're saying all these words to him, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you mean. Like, speak English. You guys invented the motherfucking language. I thought you'd be able to speak it better. <laughs> Which is so funny to me. Because you wouldn't think that things would be that different. Yeah. And they super are. Yeah, they are. Like, listen to our accent and theirs, and they're... Slow like they're slang and, and shit. Yeah, yeah they're slang. Our slang is completely different. I think the funniest thing too—it's like I'll, a different fucking language. It is. Know? It might as well be. I was talking. This was actually something interesting too. I was talking. I have a couple friends from. Uh, well, I have one friend from South Africa that I talked to, and then I've met other people. One of my friends from uh, Rwanda, and it was interesting because we were talking about music, and I was like, I'm really, really surprised that Africans, like the divide between Africans and African Americans, well, black people. See, in this case, I do mean that in like American, African Americans, but the divide is very interesting because you talk, you go anywhere in America where there's black people, and it will be basketball and hip hop. And it's very interesting because I thought that hip hop would have traveled more in Africa, and it really didn't. Can you name any African rappers that aren't American? Bangs. I'm just kidding. He's he he made a. He made a song. Everybody made fun of it. It's just, I'll show it to you later. But like, like I was just fucking around. Like, Burn- I think people that would know are gonna understand that joke. But like, I didn't know. Yeah. But like, Burna Boy, he's not a rapper. Like he he has a lot of hip hop sounds. Yeah. He's not like a rapper rapper. He's doing his own shit in Nigeria. I don't really, I don't really listen to Burna Boy. Burna Boy Sire. Okay. But like, you know, one of my friends was like, well, what about Jadena? Dude's from Milwaukee. Like he was raised in Milwaukee, and I'm not, I'm not discounting that, you know, because his pops is African. I'm not discounting that at all. But like, I mean, dudes that are from Africa, you don't really hear them rap no. like that. You hear more of them like you'll hear like. Well, not, Sheck West, New York. Yeah, I know, but like he's from he's African descent. Like he got sent to Africa. Like his parents sent him to Africa for like a few months and shit, so he lived there. I don't know. Like, it's just interesting because you don't you think that you would think that like hip hop would go nuts in Africa and it really didn't I mean there's probably like an underground scene out there I was talking to one of my friends about that and she's like there's a couple South African rappers but everybody here just mostly makes like what we would call Afrobeat oh okay okay so everybody sounds like Afrobeat yeah but everybody sounds like Afrobeat the same way that everybody in America sounds like hip hop there's so many different versions yeah of like yeah, yeah I get Nigerian it. and Ga- uh, Ghanaian so, and South African so that's their that's their hip hop basically pretty much yeah but it's, which is just crazy interesting to me because you would think that like especially since in the 80s and 90s they're using so much African imagery mm-hmm. you would think that like certain guys would just go nuts in Africa yeah like Ludacris is like Ghanaian now you would think that all that you'd be hearing is fucking move bitch in Ghana <laughs> but apparently it's like you know we don't really like that shit and i was actually talking to one person and i was like you would think with all the tragedy africa's gone through they would like really identify with like nipsey hustle and like YG yeah. and and she's like we're too happy for that and i was like okay all right yeah that makes a lot of sense actually she's like we're too happy of it like she's like africans are just like they love dancing and they love drums like so it's kind of crazy to hear like somebody be negative over dancing and drums. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, just interesting. It is. I think Asia's going to be the next region to blow up in hip-hop after Europe, too. They definitely have a crazy scene out Japan there. Japan and Korea are nuts. Yeah. Japan and Korea are going nuts right now. Same with Thailand. Thailand is low-key going crazy. The weird thing about... What's Shout go- out Thailand. The weird thing about what's going on in uh, Asia, though, is that they're napping their hair over there. Yeah, I know. A lot of culture appropriation out there. Which, like... Fam, you're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, a little too much. Like, doing that much to your hair, and I'm here's the thing, man. Even, like, when women are like, oh, I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm not really with it. I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your hair. But it just it just looks crazy. Because I watched, like, th- like, to nap somebody's hair out took, like, two hours. And they said, yeah, it's really, really expensive. But, like, and it takes a long time, and it doesn't last that long. But it's worth it. I'm like, none of those sound worth it to me. No. Like, I'll give you one of those three. It can't be expensive, not last that long, and, like, take that long. Like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I guess two of those threes, because my tattoos take a while and they're expensive. But they last forever, so. You fucking get what you get, I guess. They last until you hit the grave, bro. Or until you're like one of my friends, shout to Toxic Women, and you try to remove it. Yeah. I wouldn't remove a religious tattoo. Nah, just cover it up. I wouldn't do that either. On the off chance that th- that religion is like... Let me, let me rephrase that. On the off chance that one religion is correct, you know how pissed off that God's going to be? And it's like, yo... You tattooed a cross on your arm and then didn't like it anymore and then you turn it into a dagger. <laughs> okay, 21 Savage. Like, come on. I don't know. Getting, getting religious imagery always seemed kind of crazy to me. I actually didn't know this until I was watching a documentary about um, bodybuilders because they had like four of them on Instagram and I was like, that's weird. I'll check it out. But, um, not Instagram, but YouTube. But Muslims aren't allowed to get tattoos. No, they're not. Which, so it, I'm a sinner. I mean, we all are, but I am a sinner. Are your parents cool with that? Do what tattoos? Care? Yeah, do they care? My dad. I mean, he's like, I can't do anything about it. I don't like them, but fair. You know, it's one of those things. Do you like grandparents give a shit or not? Really? My grandma, she's like, if you if it makes you happy, then do it. Type shit, you know. Are they more um, li- not liberal, liberal, but like, are they a little bit more liberal when it comes to religion? Uh, yeah, they're not fully, you know, religious. Even though they act like they are, you know, but they're not. No, I don't know. That's why I'm... <laughs> I don't... Well, I don't want to put your parents on blast. Because your parents... They've never... They've never said anything crazy to me or my family. So... <sighs> For me, personally, like... They're right, just cool with everybody, man. That's, that's what how it seems. That's always how it seemed. That's how it always is. My parents never have said anything, like, out of the norm about race or about politics or anything like it seems like we're on the same page with everything that's kind of why because like when my dad found out about uh george floyd getting killed he was like this is so fucked up like people should be rioting people should be doing this and that and i was like all right pops i'm cool with that (laughs) well it's kind of funny because like you've probably never really had discussions with your parents no i've never never had and so hearing that you're like oh shit welcome to the team i guess you're already here Uh, yeah exactly that's how it is. It's like if you saw somebody... It's like if you went to a restaurant and you saw your friend there, you're like, see, right? Told you, mm-hmm. bro. Like, 
Well, I mean, I don't want to sound like that white dude, but, like, I've been surrounded by black people my whole life, so I think that's why, like, my parents never had any, like, racist... Immigrating to places like New York, Chicago, and L.A., I feel like that's the deep end of diversity. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Don, welcome to Brooklyn, welcome to Inglewood, welcome to Well, I mean, you've you've seen it my whole life. Who was I surrounded by my whole life, like, in, in high school? Of the 33 black people that actually went to that school, you knew pretty much all of us. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that to, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm I'm at this caliber where, like, all this shit, but it's just who I... Who you're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we all understand diversity. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I'm an immigrant, and I've, I've had people call me, like, a terrorist before because they found out I was a Muslim and all that. That doesn't, yeah, I've, like when I was a kid, like when nine eleven happened, that was bad. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, that was really bad. But I mean, it doesn't bother me anymore. Like it used to bother me. I'm like, damn, shit, I might be a terrorist type. Shit. <laughs> but like, like I, I got over it, you know. Like therapy and everything. Like all the bullying doesn't. Plus, when I feel like when you turn like twenty one, I feel like when you turn like eighteen, nineteen. Like, bullying's not really a thing. No, not anymore. Like, unless they did some really fucked up shit to you, then yeah, you definitely need therapy for it. But if it's just, like, little teasing here and there, excuse me. I mean, shit sticks with you for sure. I'm not gonna... Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna discredit that. that. But, like, I feel like the older you get, like, bullying doesn't really happen the same way. No, it doesn't, because you you could speak up now. And now, like, and you also, like... You have fists, and you'll beat the shit out of someone. And you just don't have to be friends. Like, you realize that, like... Yeah, I exactly. I don't even like you. Like, why? That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, you, as a kid, you don't have that kind of thought process. You're yeah. just like, all right, this is my friend, no matter what. But now, like, you could cut people off. I'm Parksing right now. <laughs> Parks. <laughs> but, I mean, that I think that's, I think you're completely right about that. Like, because you were just telling me today that you had to cut some people off. Mm-hmm. Saying some froggy-ass shit, bro. Is that even the right word, Froggy? Fuck it, we're rolling. I'm going with it. But like, I think that's the thing is that when like the older you get, the more you realize like, oh, this shit doesn't matter at all. No. Like high school doesn't matter at all. How many people do you like talk to from high school? You, those guys that I cut off, Spence, Spencer. Uh, that's about it that I can think of. I mean, I, if I if I talk to you and we're from high school, sorry, like I'm not, I just don't remember. Well, there's, like, a lot of people from high school moved. Like, that's another thing, too. Yeah, right? like, exactly. You just, like, you moved. Like, I mean, I'm still cool with, like, people that went yeah, to high school. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That's like, the craziest thing, though. I'm not sure if I told you this, but I I, th- I know I told you about trying to go back home, but I reconnected with with people that I knew in, like, elementary school. Yeah. And, like, we've been talking about going back to Hawaii because a lot of us, like, that was, like, where we spent most of oh, our yeah, time. Oh, yeah, and you told me about it. You said, so, you said this. people are like, yo, do you want to do a class reunion? I'm like, a class reunion for fifth grade is crazy. And it's even crazier considering that, like, the only people that would be going on this reunion, because most of the women in that in, the, in our class are married. And, like, a bunch of the dudes aren't. So, Damn. <laughs> I'm like, yo, do you really want us in Hawaii right now? Like, I know, <laughs> like, I, like, one of my friends for sure loved the dude to death. Um, he'd be a problem. Because I, this dude was living, all right, let me tell you about my friend. So, I knew him in Hawaii. He was kind of, he wasn't a troublemaker. Like, we didn't have any, like, bad kids in Hawaii. We had people that were, like, a lot of shit talkers. Because that's all that you do in the military when you're a military brat. It's like, you're shit talking because you're super competitive. Yeah. So, um, 
he moved. I, I moved here. He moved somewhere, and then he moved, or he moved to Germany. His dad left Germany like years ago. Like when my dad retired in like 2012, his dad retired like 2013 or 2011. It was like mm-hmm. right around the same time. We were just talking the other day, so this is how I know. He um he stayed in Germany up until like two years ago. Oh damn. So what do you think he's been doing for the past nine years? Shit. Like, like okay. So when I was in Dude, Germany, Germany's dope, bro. I gotta go back. I, I was only in Berlin for. Like I've never hours. been, but like I really want to go. I'm so serious. Let's go. I'm down. No, I'm trying to take a Euro trip soon. Well, not soon, but you know, you get what Don't. I'm saying. I got some plans too. Yo, I might go to Albania next month. Should you? Yeah, stay away from Arizona. <laughs> trying to get my That's arm done bro really, really true, I, I don't know actually. how many times i gotta say this but i'm trying to get my arm done how much would you, uh how long would you be out there i'd be out there for like three weeks and i'd probably get this done in a week yeah you probably could get that yeah done because week. you know it's just three more sessions it's the gorilla and then the tiger and then the elephant it's gonna be dope how much is he charging uh this was 350 250 250 right. yeah 250 so that's, so that's a little bit cheaper than here five hours that's a lot cheaper than here a lot cheaper and i tipped him like 50 bucks and he was so grateful for it he's like no one ever tips me i'm like well yeah of course because it's, <laughs> it's your shop like but but i tipped him because it's what i'm used to doing you know yeah my artists were finishing this up probably uh, like two weeks and it's her shop so like i was a little like i, I wasn't sure I'm probably gonna tip her next time. Um, I've tipped her like, I've tipped her. I, I tipped her the first time. I didn't tip her this time because I, I tip on completion. I prefer to tip on completion. So if we gotta go back, no, that's what I do for sure. Um, but no, I'll I'll, sh- I'll give her a tip. But it is her shop, and I think that that's super dope. I love when people have their own shops. Like I love small businesses. Of course. But um, no, I'm almost done with the wolf. Um, I've thought about getting like shit to connect, like just shit to like you know piece it together. But I already told one of my artists, I was like, listen, if you just have some shit you want to do, let Throw me know. Throw it on me. Yeah. Let me know. I really want to do that, that uh, the Greek mythology one, man. Like, but all of them as statues. Like, you've seen those statue tattoos. Yeah. Italians fucking love that shit. That's what I'm saying. That shit is dope as fuck to yeah. me. Like, I just love the way it looks and it comes out with the shadows. And... What do you, because you're Albanian, are you closer to Greek or Italy? Uh, both. Like, culture-wise. Yo. Both. You could do some wild shit if you did like Greco-Roman type shit, like right. If you did like this is Zeus and Jupiter, this is yep. You could do some wild shit by mixing those two together. Well, I kind of want to get the founder of Albania on me somewhere, like because he he's only seen in statues, like nobody knows what he really looks like. So they have yeah, it's weird, it's weird, like how that goes. So yeah, if you look him up, you just statue of him or like these drawings that they have because of the statue. But nobody knows if that's what he really looked like. They don't remember. Like, they never had fucking pictures back then, you know? It said paintings of him. So, is he like... Like, because we know what George Washington looks like, but... Yeah. Again, by paintings. Yeah. So, is it like that? Yeah, kind of. Okay, but like... Like, in that way, but like, nobody really knows what he looks like. If that makes sense. It's like how nobody knows who started Bitcoin? Yeah. I guess, yeah. That's the thing we don't talk it's about. It's kind of like Jesus... Like, we don't know what he... Re- I mean, we know what he looked like, but... Yo, there was a kid... I saw this... I, this is what got me thinking when I was younger about, like... We we were in... Me and my mom were in this Christian bookstore. And this kid was like, I saw Jesus. I died and saw Jesus. And I was like... Alright. 
Let's see what Jesus looks like. Apparently, Jesus to this kid looks like Rod Stewart. <laughs> that's funny. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's funny. But, like, everything that I heard for, about, like, historians were looking at, like, the shroud that covered his face or whatever, which, if you believe that, fine, cool. But, not, not Christianity. If you believe Christianity, like, whatever. Like, hell yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's but, your, heck yeah. But, um, <laughs> I don't believe that it was, like, the shroud that covered his face. How would you even know? Yeah. But they, like, analyzed the wrinkles and they came up with a picture of Jesus and he looked like a bad creative player on in, on NBA 2K. Hmm. And I was like, maybe take a page from the Muslims and stop trying to make images of God. Like, the only reason we know what the what the Buddha looked like is because he was, like, a king in his land. Like, that's the only reason we know what he looked like. That's so funny that someone was like, we should take down Muhammad statues. Everybody's like, good luck, because there is none. Well, and there's a one Muslim dude who's like, yo, if you find any, tear them down, because... Yeah, it's not... That's against our commandments. Like, yeah, exactly. You're really not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, man. People are fucking hilarious. Seeing religion made a... Like, I didn't get it, because when you are... When you only know one religion, do you think that every other religion is, like, the most... fundamentalist of that religion so like the way that they made uh islam look in, in like in the churches and schools i was going to was like hey everyone here every muslim you know is part of al-qaeda yeah and like then you meet a bunch of muslims and you find out like listen i don't drink unless i'm at my friend's house and i practice ramadan and you're like cool yeah I mean, all the Muslims that I grew up around didn't have any terrorist tendencies or anything. And I grew up around a very big Muslim community. And it's it's a very strict religion. That's all I can say. I feel like any religion is strict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. But, like, Islam is very strict. So, like... In with the rule... But it's not in a bad way. It's just... These are the rules that God or Muhammad or whoever it was, because I'm not really religious, so I wouldn't know. I never read the Quran like that. But whoever made the rules, that's just how it is. And I feel like what happened, too, is like, and this is what really scared me off of like the church I was going to. You've seen those videos. Where it sounds they, like a very conservative church. It was extremely conservative, and it was like... That's why, because I don't, I don't believe that all Christians think that Muslims are... But my thing that I realized was, like, when you saw people, you saw Muslims saying, like, not Muslims, I don't want to say Muslims. You saw, like, extremists, and probably a lot of them, to, to be honest, plants, saying stuff like, oh, death to America, death to, you know, the all those Western decadents and all this, you know, the music. Yeah. And, and then, like, the same Sunday, my preachers would be saying that same thing. And I was like, what's the There difference? is no difference. Like, you guys are both saying the exact same stuff. Yep. So, like, why would I believe you over them? Mm-hmm. You guys are saying the exact same thing. So that's what kind of got me thinking now. And, like, my mom still says grace and stuff like that. But one thing I've been working on, and it's been tough, dude. I didn't realize how often I was doing this. But um, I realized probably a couple weeks ago that being... And I know I wasn't going to mention Deshaun Jackson, but this is kind of why people are attacking him. Because my ideas about Deshaun Jackson, that whole situation, are 
just so many things. But the thing about the show, the thing about like, I feel that being against the religion that you grew up in, but being pro every other religion is kind of backwards. Because every religion has its faults. And my stance was instead of saying, well, you know what Christians do mm-hmm. whenever something happened is like, you know what certain people choose to do. So for me personally, it was way less. I, I realized that like being disrespectful to Christianity did not make me any better of a person to Muslims or to Buddhists or to whoever. It just made me a shitty person to Christians. So I kind of realized, like, well, if you're going to respect religions, you need to respect everyone instead of just respecting who you choose to respect. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds a little bit all lives matter, but, like, it's not, first of all. No, and it's not. All, I, get, I get where you're coming with it. Like, where you're coming with it. No, you're good. And second of all, like, disrespecting somebody for the sake of disrespecting somebody isn't cool. No. So, like, my parents, I would say, like, you know, GD, and I would say, like, oh, you know, you know, take Jesus' name in vain, and I realized that, like, hey, this isn't, like, that's not cool that you're doing that. Because mm-hmm. they specifically said, can you not say these two things? Because it offends them as Christians. And if a Muslim said, hey, can you not say this because it offends me, you would stop it instantly. But because it's Christians who you have an issue with, and you have an issue with the church, you're not going to stop. Well, it's not like the people who hurt you get like care. They don't give a shit. It's your family. So can you at least respect your family's religion? So I've been working on cleaning up my language as far as that goes because like it is really uncool. And if that's something that you don't like, why would I keep it up? And yeah, I mean sometimes here and there it slips out because you know it's a habit. And I've heard most of it my whole life, but. Honestly, I was like, you know what, man? And because I was, when I was, the, the things that the church did to me and my family are, in my opinion, in my human opinion, unforgivable. I'm never, and me and my mom had to talk about that the other day because I was telling her, I was like, if you are, I don't really take what people, I don't take the role that people are in very seriously unless they tell me that they're in that role. Example. Yeah, I'll use an example. If you and me are just cool and we know how each other operates, cool. I don't expect you to give anything. I don't expect you to take anything. I just work with you based on how I know your personality is. Us two, we rarely need to like, hey man, can I talk to you about this? We don't really need to do that very often because we've talked to each other about pretty much everything. We know each other. The thing is though, if you told me one day, hey man, I'm your best friend. I'm going to expect you to hold yourself up to that level. Yeah. So when a preacher says, I'm your preacher, I'm your pastor, what I'm expecting from you is I need a mentor, I need somebody to take care of me here, I need somebody to take, like, I need help. And I need you to be that person that can help because you're my pastor. You said you're my pastor, not me. Because the thing about mentorship is that you can't choose it. You just are your arm. My brother, he's kind of got his own thing going. He's good. I can't really mentor him. The kids who I coach, I can mentor them because they, you know, they need that. They need that more than my brothers do. And so the thing is, is like, and this is what really kind of turned me off the church. Bro, how do you, have I ever told you the story about my cousin? The one. The one from Chicago. The one that passed away? Yeah. Yeah. 
the thing is, like, so in my church, we used to really, really have, like, we had a big thing about witnessing, which, and what that means is, like, just telling other people about, you know, Jesus, just like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, this, you know, this and third. And so the wildest thing was that, like, I talked to my cousin once before he died, before he was killed. I talked to him once and he was like super excited to come out and he really, really wanted to meet me because he was basically my, my parents' firstborn child. And what I mean by that is like when my parents were dating, they were babysitting this kid. Yeah. So imagine if like you and your girl were just like always, always, always taking care of, you know, like. I don't know if Spencer has a kid, but, like, you know, like, something like that. Like yeah, if Spencer like had that. a kid, yeah. Yeah, a, a relationship yeah. like that. If you were always babysitting, you'd be very, very close to that kid. And so with me, like, my parent, like, we moved around too much to really have a relationship with him. So he really wanted to meet me because, like, he, I, I'm their actual kid. And I want to meet him because my mom has talked so much about him, right? And so when he died, I didn't know what to do. And so I reached out to my pastor. I was like, yo, he died. And my pastor was a former Catholic, so he did not like Catholics. And so he's like, I'm like, yeah, he was Catholic, I think. I don't really know. And he's like, well, you know what? Like, you know, you should have witnessed to him. But, you know, if he's saved, he's saved. And you can't jump out of God's hand. I was like, all right, cool. Like, all right, you know, put me at ease. The next service. And, like, dog, here's the thing that gets me. You know my how I used to do things. Two things. It was, I was at church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Any events that happened through the week I was going to... And I had to actually walk door to door and try to recruit people to the church on Saturdays. I told him that on Saturday. My cousin died on a Sunday. My cousin died on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin died on a Sunday. I had track Wednesday. So I didn't talk to him. Maybe I talked to him on Wednesday. It was either Wednesday or Saturday. And so the next Sunday, pastor's like, Oh man, and you know, if you don't witness to anybody and they die and go to hell, the blood's on your hands. You sent that person to hell. Bro, I'm 16. And you just told me I sent my cousin to hell. When he's died in gang violence in Chicago. What the fuck is this shit, It fucked me up, bro. And so like, the rest of that time, and me and my mom were talking about this because she had never heard those stories. Dog. I told my I told my parents a bunch of stories of why I don't really fuck with like church anymore, and they didn't know half of them. I was like, no, nah, I know I told you this one, and like I realized that my parent like the church told them not to believe me. Yeah. Because I was away, I was gone. I was in Oklahoma, I was in California, like this and third. I remember one time I was in, I was in California, and um, I was living out there trying to go to because I used to want to be a pastor. And I realized that, like, my skills at, like, talking and guiding people and coaching people kind of, you know, went in a different direction. But, um, I was in California learning how to be a pastor. And I was pulling 12-hour days, six days a week. I was busting my ass, dude. I was so tired. I was pulling, like, I'd wake up at 6. I'd wake up at 7. Go to class at 7.30. Wouldn't eat. Wouldn't have time to eat. Just shower, go to class at 7.30. Class until 12.30 service at, at 12.30 to, to end the day. Skip lunch so I can get on the bus by 1. On the bus at 1, work until and work until 9. Every day. That's kind of where the whole, like, I stopped working out. I didn't have time to work out. I started binging because I didn't know what my next meal was going to be. That's when everything kind of started. And 
the one day I had off it was Thanksgiving because I was working Black Friday so they gave me Thanksgiving off and one of the pastors had a party at his house like Thanksgiving like for everyone who couldn't go home because they didn't have money because my pastor told me to go to this college on faith and God will provide the money as long as you work so I was like $2,500 I only had like $2,500 and they're like listen you can pay the other half of the money by the end of the semester dog I was busting my ass go to Thanksgiving I ate three pizzas that day just me didn't realize it did just me when the pastor three full pizzas three full pizzas yeah shit like large like like the big ass pizzas yeah my parents didn't really notice but the pastor said something to him about how like oh man you know when I see him he's always eating or something like that or like oh he hasn't done anything for me but now that I do something for him, it was something like sketchy as fuck and I told my parents I'm like guys I haven't eaten in like three days like I've guys I'm like guys I've not eaten in weeks and my mom's like that's no excuse you embarrass us and it was like I didn't realize how deep the hooks were and so when I went to Oklahoma, I moved to Oklahoma, kind of the same situation. I saved up, went to Oklahoma because this other church was like, oh, this, you know, Oklahoma's going to be way, way better for you. First of all, fuck Oklahoma. That place isn't way better for anyone. Compared to California, here's something funny, too. The girl who I fell in love with when I was in California, like, dog, we, I was, like, in love with this girl. Like, I found out that not only was she cheating on me with a girl, which now I probably would be cool with, not even because, like, the, you know, just because, like, okay, that's that's who you're into. But I found out that the whole time we were talking, she was driving down to L.A. and getting piped down every, like, every week. And so I was like, fam. She follows me on Instagram. What a bitch. Dog. She follows me on Instagram and has, like, two kids. And, like, she's the reason why I... I don't want to say this on air, but, like, she's the reason why I almost killed myself, too. When I was in Virginia. It was because she had basically led me on and I had no one in Virginia. This was, like, I first got to Virginia. I had failed something in the Army, and I, like, I had, like, bounced back from it. So I had, like, no support. And she was my only support. And then after, like, bro, it was, like, eight months that we were, like, talking about getting back together. And she was, like, oh, yeah, I might fly out to Virginia because, you know, I have something out there that, like, she's basically, like, where I was in Virginia was, like, an hour, maybe less than that away from a place where she was thinking about moving to. Mm-hmm. And then after like eight months of that, she completely like was like, oh, I never meant any of that. I just want to see how far I could take you. And like I was done. Like I was like, I was drained. I had nothing. But I was in uh, Oklahoma. And dog, this church tried to get me on like rape charges. They tried to say I raped a girl. They tried to say I roofied a girl. They tried to say I was giving like underage like people alcohol. And at the time, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would I do anything? Yeah, you told me about this. Dog, looking back. I turned 19 in the army. Alright? I joined the army three months after I came back from Oklahoma. If I have underage... If I have alcohol, that means I'm also underage. Yeah. So, how old did they think I was if they thought I was buying alcohol and giving it to minors? You see how, like, a bunch of shit just, like... That's... It's a bunch of bullshit, bro. So, like, in like coming from that, and I was like, explaining to my mom, and I was like, that's why I have so much beef with churches, because, like... And I told him straight up. I was like, listen, 
And here's something else, too, that happened. I was playing basketball or soccer or something, like, before the school year started. I got there, like, two weeks before the school year started so I could, like, you know, settle in. I was playing soccer or basketball or something. Busted my head on the on the ground. I've had, right, at that point, I had three concussions. Maybe four. I had, you know, a couple concussions. And so after that, I was gone. I didn't realize I was concussed. Because I was like, oh, I've had a concussion before. I'm fine. Like, I was looking back. I'm like, holy shit. I was out of it. Mm-hmm. I needed help standing up. I needed help walking. Like, I, I was out of it. Never went to a hospital. Never went, never saw, like, a, anyone. But, and I was and I was talking to him. I was like, there's no way that you're telling me that getting concussed a week before school starts and not getting any treatment for it, not getting any sort of anything for it, just immediately going into work and working out and all these different things, you're not telling me that never getting my mind a chance to rest, I was anywhere near ready to start school. Like, I was erratic, man. I was all over the place. I was, I was struggling. Plus, I'm fucking depressed and shit. So I was struggling. And, like, looking back, I was like, they didn't, like, I had to teach myself mental health. You know, I had to teach myself mental health. I had to teach myself, you know, how to, like, be a healthy person. I had to teach myself all these things. And I was like, you're the church. You told me to come to you. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you where to go. Like, you told me all these things. You told me, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to fast. Hey, you need to pray. Dude, I've been doing all these things. Like, I need help. And so after all that, bro, like, and then joining the military and that whole thing and had some issues there because I was still, I had a concussion, like, right when I showed up there, too. I, I had a head injury during training. Immediately, like, had a concussion. They never treated it. So now, like, I'm really, really taking that really, really seriously because it's like, all right, listen, I can't get another concussion. I'm already forgetting shit. I'm already, you know, there's, I, dog, I didn't fall, I sleep six hours a night. And a lot of that is just me just staying awake. I can't sleep. I'm having nightmares. I have night terrors, all these things. And it's like, how much of that, if I just would have gotten the help that I needed, wouldn't have even been a thing, dog, like, so that's kind of like, to me at least, and I didn't mean to make this the Braven Therapy Hour because we're a fucking, we're only hour 15, but to me, and I don't know what your story with church, I don't know if it's, knowing us is probably pretty similar. Nah, nothing like that ever happened to me. Uh, but I just never believed anything they said. Did you ever, did you have a mosque here that you went to? Yeah, there was a mosque I went to. It wasn't like, I wasn't as, like, dedicated as, you know, you were and everything, but I went to school, I just couldn't focus, and I just never believed anything they said. It's really what it was. Ever since I was a kid, I never really was. Like, gut feeling, or? Yeah, gut feeling. Did you not believe in, was it, like, Allah, or was it just, like, the whole concept of religion? Uh, I don't even know if I believe in God at the moment. Like now? Yeah, just right now. I don't know if I believe in God at the moment. Just because the first time I ever got introduced to God was by someone at school, and it was, like, second grade. And they were, like, telling me that God was a horrible person and all this stuff. That was my first encounter with God that I know of. But that didn't really, like, mold me into... Second grade, were you here or were you still in Brooklyn? I was here. In Arizona. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, that didn't really, like, mold me into who I am today. Because I just don't know if I believe in a higher power right now. 
Is it because of everything that's going on, or is it just in general? Just in general. Just in general. Would you ever teach your kids about a higher power? Maybe by the time I get there, I would believe in God. I've believed in God at some points in my life. Do you think that belief in God is necessary? No. I think believing in yourself. As cliche as that sounds. No, no I, I agree with you for for the most part. Because, I, I don't know, like, I, I technically believe that we all are our own form of God. Which is funny, because that's like Nation of Islam type. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, well, the Nation of Five, like the Five Percenters. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's how you hear them address each other as God, is because they believe that there's a God in each of us. Which I fucking love. I never knew that. That's interesting. I was just wondering, like, how, yo, why was it, like, like, because G... Like, like, yo, you know, hey, what's up, G? Like, listen yeah, to Wu-Tang yeah, Clan. Yeah, like, yeah, when you yeah. listen to Wu-Tang yeah. Clan, they're like, yo, what's up, God? Yep. Like, that's, they're addressing the God inside you. Mm-hmm. So, I just think that that's, because that's kind of where, where I've landed, too. Of, like, no, it makes way more sense that there is a God in each of us. And that, especially in the craziest part, right, is that, like, in the Bible, it says that man was created in God's image. So, it makes a lot of sense if man would have God within you know but if we do have a god within us then that means there is a higher power i don't know and i think that's kind of where i've landed as far as the religion thing is that like i'm just very confused right me now. too that's that's what i am i'm very confused and it sounds really really bad but like confused like being confused and not being certain it makes me angry yeah like i'm very and i because i keep i keep kind of going back to like why do i always feel angry when Outside looking in, it's been pretty easy. Like, when I say it's easy, I grew up on military bases, which is not easy, but it's also not... You know, like, I've been watching Last Chance U. There's a kid who grew up in a trailer his whole life, bouncing from family member to family member because his dad killed his mom and then himself. I've never had to deal with anything Wait, like that. Wait, this is based on a true story? That or? happened. Is Last this like Chance a documentary? U, Last Chance U is a documentary. Holy shit, that's... So, fucking rough so dude. like last chance you was about kids who had shots to go to like big colleges like florida state ohio state whatever usually mostly in the south yeah and for whatever reason they blew it so like one kid he got busted for drugs three times in seven months one kid had an armed robbery charge one kid had a had like a gun possession and then you meet these kids and you're like holy shit like these kids are like really like like one kid just like said like like yeah, me and my brothers used to get in fistfights with our foster parents, so we don't take any shit when, like, when it comes to that. And you're like, there's a lot to unpack there, dude. There's a lot to unpack there. And so, like, I've never had to deal with anything like that for, you know. But the struggles that I had to deal with were very different. They were a lot more emotional. Um, dad, Same here. You know, my dad's always gone, you know. And that was what I was telling my dad was that, like, you, like he, 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 was, he was always gone. Now, was it because he was out drinking and whatever? No. He was, you know, deployed or whatever. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a difference in, like, yeah, he didn't go out and drink and not come back to the family. But it still sucks. Yeah. And so, for me, like, me and my dad had beef for years. It's kind of how it was with me and my dad, bro. My dad used yeah. to always work a lot. Like, he would work. 12-hour days, come home, nothing. I mean, I don't know what he did when he went out. He always went out, too, so it's like... 
shit, bro. Like, I never... And now he's trying to, like, have a relationship with me. And it's like, dude, I never saw you. It's hard, too, because, like, how much... Like, how much do I give? Yeah. How hard do I try? Exactly. Because me, especially, bro, you know how many times I've left. Mm-hmm. I've left Arizona, what, like, four times now? I think so, yeah. And, like, you know that I've left, and it's, like, at this point, it's becoming easier and easier to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, the L.A. trip, I was like, yo, I, I want you to know I'm going on this L.A. trip, going to L.A., going to L.A., going to L.A. And then one day, I was like, yo, all right, see you later, guys. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, L.A. Like, I've been telling you this. Like, no, it's nothing for me to just up and drive. Yeah. Which sucks, because my my parents raised us really, really close together, but, like, it seems like the older I get, me and my mom are still tight. We've had issues, but she's, like, listening to me more, and, like, I think she's kind of realizing, like, okay, he's got his own ideas, and he's not a kid. Me and my brother, though, me and my brothers, one of my brothers, I don't think has ever really liked me. Um, we've always had issues, and even now, like, I haven't talked to him since he left. Like, he went, he went back to New York. I haven't talked to him since he left. My other brother, like, he'll say shit that I'm like, yo, listen, I'm trying to make you better. I don't have to help raise you. Like, I don't have to be your mentor. I can just be here. It's like, yo, I can treat you like a roommate. We can do that. And it's just weird to me because at a certain point, it's like, damn, if I'm really, like, am I really just here for my mom's? Like, because I could just, I mean, hell, I'm already paying rent in the house and I'm already paying, I'm paying rent in the house and I'm paying a, uh, and I'm paying for a U-Haul to hold my shit, like a bunch of my shit. And that's about five hundred dollars. Well, shit, I could go see if Richie want to go get an apartment for for a thousand. If we're already gonna do that shit, like yeah, I could I could split an apartment somewhere for, with someone for that. So like, why am I here? And like, that's kind of what I'm struggling with now. Is like, and I've been dealing with this for a while. But like, what am I doing here? Am I here just for my moms? Am I here for? Because they'll be cool sometimes. Sometimes it's awesome. But there's other times where it's like, like damn, you could have got the military would have let you go anywhere. After you got out and they would have paid for it. Why the fuck didn't you go back home? Why didn't you go back to Hawaii? Like, you can't dwell on the past, man. Yeah, you're right. You really can't. Yeah, you're right. It is what it is now. But if you really want to go back, you can. I'm working on it. The thing that I'm kind of dealing with now is like... I want to do starving... I know I want to do starving artists in, in Hawaii. And I know I want to do it in Phoenix. But I miss home. I miss it, dude. I need to be back home. I need to be around the water. I need to be around the people. I need to be around. It's. I feel so stagnant here because shit doesn't change. So do I, man. And like back home, like, bro, there's. Back home, you have all the military bases, so there's a ton of just people there. You have a huge Korean population, Japanese population. Like, that's why I grew up around. I grew up around soldiers and sailors and airmen and Japanese and Filipino and Chinese and Thai. I grew up around that shit. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't have that here. If I'm not with you, I'm in the house. So, now I'm just in the house fucking, what, 18 hours a day? We gotta get you a girlfriend, bro. Here's the thing. I thought about that, too. And it's like, me, personally, I don't like stability. Okay. So it would buy. I would feel bad. I would feel obligated to do things. For I was just talking to uh, you know, you know about about that because she, she's got to do that. She's with Duke, Duke. Yeah, and I was just talking to Duke about that. Was like, because she said something like, "Why don't you have a girlfriend? Like, why don't you like? How can you always like? 
Like, what are you doing? I'm like, is it fair at all right now to be working on a business, considering going back home, knowing that I'm trying to travel and do all these things and not be in America that long, and somebody just, in meeting somebody and being just like, yo, listen, I can't commit to you. Is that fair to them at all? I don't think so. What if they come along? That'd be cool. But, like, I was telling Duke the other, like, I was telling Duke, I was like, listen, I feel obligated. Like, whoever I'm with, I feel obligated to that person. I always do. So, like, I was telling her, like, like I paid for her, I paid for her lunch. And she, I was like, yo, I feel like I owe somebody every time I'm with them. Because I didn't have friends as a kid. I was moving around too much. You know, well, what about those friends from Hawaii? Yeah, but, like, I didn't, they, like, they didn't come over to my house. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't, it, it just, it's not how that was. Like, I saw you at school, I saw you, you know, wherever. So now it's like, I feel obligated to, like, make that person feel like they want to come back. Mm-hmm. And it's, she's like, well, do you feel that way with me? I'm like, y- y- yes, motherfucker, you're part of everybody. You know, and it's like, and she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, there's shit that I will or won't do that I want to do because you're here. Mm-hmm. Because you're here, like, shit, if this was me, I would have just gone, you know, bomb, bomb, bomb. And I'm in and out and I'm doing this, this, and this. Since you're here, I want to make it special for you. And she's like, you know, I don't have to do that. I'm like, you can say that all you want. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I think you're a liar. I think that... It's not that. It's just I don't... Sure, you can tell me that. It stops somewhere. Like, I hear it and it just stops. Like, it doesn't just... Like... Dog, it just... Somewhere, somewhere it just stops. And so that's kind of like where... That's kind of like when it, when people are like... And I was just talking to another friend of mine. I was like, yo, everyone keeps telling me, get a girlfriend, get married, get a girlfriend, get a girlfriend... And I'm like, I don't want that right now because it wouldn't be right. Like, it feels like it's wrong. And I, I asked a couple married people, I'm like, yo, am I tripping on this? Am I, should I actually be looking for somebody? And they're like, don't look for anyone that you don't want to have. Because I feel right now a girlfriend would, like, maybe fuck up what I'm trying to do with the business. Like, the, I wrote an article last night, and the whole, my whole thing is, like, anytime we're not recording, I want to write an article. So I want to get to, like, maybe three to four articles a week. I was up till 2 a.m. yesterday. And then I went to sleep, woke up at 6, and started working at 8. The other day, I couldn't sleep till 3 in the morning. It sucks. It's trash. There's only so much YouTube and fucking bullshit you can watch, too. Yeah, exactly. I just couldn't sleep. I was trying to listen to music and go to sleep. Put my head down at 3 a.m. I don't know what time I fell asleep. Maybe 4. And back up at, like, what, 6? Back up at 7. Yeah. Because I had to go to work. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck, man. Do we end it here? Yo, go people that new Reggie Snow song with, uh, who else is on MF that? Doom, and, uh, God, who was the other guy? It's just fucking fire, and it's gonna be happy as shit. Yeah, it's gonna be a good song. Reggie Snow and Cam Obi. That dude's definitely British. I <laughs> think that's how you say his name, that Cam Obi. British as fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that dude out, because it's kind of crazy how the universe was like, yo, you wanna check out Reggie Snow? And I'm like, ah, if maybe. If you listen to some good songs, send them to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna peep him later today. Yep. I'm not trying to cut it short, but I really got to go. I just found out that uh, all of Live Aid, that uh, like Queen's performance from Live yeah. Aid, you can just listen to that. Like, that's on iTunes. Yeah. Dude, I've listened to that like six times. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, dude. It's just magical. It is. But we're going to wrap it up here. Sorry for the Brave and Therapy Hour again, but I don't have a fucking therapy. Don't say sorry, man. This is what it's about, bro. Yeah, for real. I love how we were like, man, are we going to have anything to talk about? Or are we just going to talk about Kanye? 
for no we got some shit oh we got bro. we got an hour 20 bro we're oh, good we're good no we're good yeah bro. we're good on this one all right so listen y'all be safe out there Hey, 741-741 is the warm line. Not a warm line, but it is the uh, crisis prevention hotline. Text that number if you're having issues. Sometimes it takes a little bit, but those are good people, man. Those are good people. I've had to rely on them a lot. So, 741-741. That's a good group. You got anything to plug? Reminiscent.com. Reminiscent.com. New article on uh, Starving Artist Creative. Hell yeah. It's why I don't need the NBA this year. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't need the NBA this year. Mostly, I mean, it talks a little bit about, um, first of all, they shouldn't do it with COVID. Second, the scheduling doesn't make sense. But most importantly, listen, man, 77% of your league is black. You can't be forcing these guys to do Russell this. Russell Westbrook tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Which, he's got kids. He's got young kids, dude. Yep. He's got young kids. No, you gotta... You gotta be careful, man. Yeah. But, be safe out there. Wear a fucking mask. Black Lives Matter. Arrest the uh, people who killed Breonna Taylor. Justice for a life. Trans Frank. lives matter. Trans lives Black matter. Black trans lives matter. Yeah, just things that we shouldn't have to fucking say that for some yep. reason we have to say. Exactly. We shouldn't have to say that somebody's life matters, but I mean, here we are. So, hey. Yes, all lives do matter, but Black lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Sam, listen. <laughs> when I had a concussion, if that doctor would have said all body parts matter, fam, I'm... Yeah, exactly. I'm about to give you a concussion now. What's up? Yeah. So, but you get what I'm saying when I say that. Yeah. I'm not the All Lives Matter guy. Don't no, worry. No, we cut them off. Yeah. But uh, be safe out there. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Be safe. Shout man. out to uh, that awkward bitch who didn't, didn't show, say anything. Yeah, who didn't say nothing. <laughs> um, and we out. Peace. Peace.